PR Pro Cannabis Media. Hi, everyone. Welcome again to a special edition of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, not on location this week, back in our world headquarters studio here in Clinton, Massachusetts. So happy to be joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Jordan from Alternative Finance Network out of Colorado. Scott, I got it right on the third try, didn't I? You did, Jimmy. The third time is the charm. Never afraid to make a mistake and laugh at yourself. That's one of my philosophies of life. And uh, I got to ask you the first question, of course. Every person I talk to about finance solutions and finance networks and the, the access to capital, it's all about doom and gloom. But Scott, you're not about doom and gloom, are you? You actually see positives going on in the cannabis industry, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, uh, there is uh, money available out there. Every deal that I look at, there's no less than five competitors that I'm dealing with, including banks. So there is money out there. It's just a matter of where to get it and who's going to qualify to get it and what you need in order to get it uh, for your business. And that's the, one of the advantages that we provide. Hence the name network is we've got over 112 different funding sources that can help you get the money that you need to help your business grow. A network in television is a group of channels, stations, and a network in financial opportunities are people you can go to and, and get investments from. Pretty much, it's a group of like-minded people. Fair enough? Yes. Yes. All right. So, question, what's more, what is an easier or a better way or a good way to get yourself some capital? Is it more... Uh, are they are investors looking for plant touching opportunities or ancillary or is it a mix? It's a mix. It really depends on uh, you know what the business is and you know what investors are looking for or lenders are looking for is number one the ability to repay. You've got to be able to have cash flow in order to be able to repay someone. Secondarily, they look at assets that they can take and resell or that are critical to the business where you're going to borrow from your mom, your dad, someone else in order to, you know, get them repaid. And they're looking for the future. You know, um, oftentimes uh, lenders will make uh, uh, loans based on your pro forma. What are you predicting for the future? What kind of contracts do you have? What sort of things do you have that uh, are going to produce revenue in the future? That's what they're looking for. They just want to be repaid. Why? No, <laughs> that's how they make their money. Oh, I get it. I get it. Now, with all the banks failing, you know, you've got uh, you've got the uh, Silicon Bank failing. Now you've got First Republic. Um, there, there's a lot of doom and gloom, not just in the banking industry for cannabis, but in the banking industry in general. Has there been a trickle down effect onto the cannabis lending side? There has been in some cases. Uh, what's happening is 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 that uh, the money supply is tightening up, and people are becoming, you know, much more conservative in terms of their approach to everything. I mean, this latest thing with First Republic Bank, you know, they had a run on the bank there. They lost a hundred billion dollars in deposits in a week, and nowadays people don't have to run down to the bank, you know, and physically withdraw their money. 
they go to their their computer, they hit a few buttons, they make a transfer, and boom, you know, the money is gone. Um, and so what's happening is is that some of the banks that we've been dealing with have uh, stopped lending on certain products. Uh, some of the uh, people get money from banks have become just a little bit more fiscally conservative. But then we've got some people that are stepping in to fill that void and say, hey, you know, when everybody's running for the exits, I'm going to run inside the building because there's great opportunity there for my company to be able to take advantage of that. And there's less competitors um, um, out there that are looking to lend. So it's really, you know, a mixed bag. It's become we're working much harder now to find uh, lenders that are willing to lend to, to folks. And then some of the states that are out there, there's pretty much a, you know, a red X around some of those states because uh, the price of marijuana has fallen so much, you know, in the last year. And there's so much black market, you know, competition out there. It's becoming more and more difficult. Yeah, we, we like to refer to that as the legacy market. OK, <laughs> I totally get what you're saying. It's the, the non-legal, <laughs> non-licensed world out there. We know it exists. We know it's thriving. Now, let me ask you a question about our our friends in Washington, D.C. They're debating whether or not they should extend the debt ceiling or not. As someone who's in this space, where, what's your feeling about this? Is it going to shut down the government? Are they um, Republicans and the Democrats going to actually come together and come up with a way to make this work? They have to. I mean, you know, it would be catastrophic if uh, we defaulted on our debt with as many countries that buy our debt. Uh, it would really be a disaster. I think they're just playing a big game of chicken to see who's going to, you know, go ahead and uh, move first and who's going to get out of the way because, it would it, it's not even conceivable for the U.S. to default on our debt. You know, we, we've done this a whole bunch of times. I think we've probably done this more times than than the House's past safe, you know, in the in the last few years. <laughs> seven, seven times it has passed. Yeah. Yeah. Seven. For those of you keeping score at home. And now, of course, there's talk of it actually maybe getting onto the floor of the Senate after all this. They, the Senate all of a sudden, maybe maybe we should look at this after all. Maybe it could actually help our, our debt relief. Duh. I mean, to me, it just makes perfect sense to get the banks involved in the cannabis industry, A, because I'm in it. B, it just, don't you want to be part of a growth industry? Isn't that what I would think people who like to make money are looking for? Sure. Sure. I mean, SAFE really is um, going to not do as much for the retail marijuana business or, you know, because there's plenty of banks. I mean, heck, when we were at NECAN, there was 10 banks, you know, out there waving their banners, you know, bringing people into their booths, giving stuff away. You know, they want your deposits. It's not like it was eight or nine years ago when there was very few banks. So SAFE is a little late you know, what I'm hoping it's going to be able to do is open up MasterCard, Visa and other payment terminals for uh, allowing there to be less cash in the uh, dispensaries. That right. would be, uh, you know, a real benefit. And then it'll take the pressure off the banks uh, from being prosecuted for, uh, you know, uh, money laundering or other offenses. Yeah. And that's not something you got to worry about with my company because I'm not smart enough to launder money because I don't have enough money to launder it. And besides, I'm just getting used to separating the colors and the whites from my laundry. All right. So I, I told that, no, no, I'm only kidding. I kid because I can. Um, 
why do why would people come to Scott Jordan looking for capital? What differentiates you guys from others? Great question, and I appreciate you asking that. You know, we've got a number of different lenders uh, that we use. As I mentioned, over 112. I've been doing this since 2009, so I know these lenders, and I have a personal relationship with them. And as a result of that, a lot of times I can get a deal across the finish line that might be a marginal deal and might be on the fence, but me pushing it through, me endorsing it, I think helps. We're also extremely creative in terms of what we put together. So if someone, for instance, needs equipment to, to build out their grow facility, we might get a mix of equipment and working capital. And I've also got a vendor that will provide a discount on that equipment if they order it through um, their particular uh, company. And so I think that and the fact that, boy, we hang in there on deals. I mean, some deals, we're working on a deal right now that um, in February, we finally got the last bit of paperwork from them. And we're still uh, working on a solution for them. We're not going to give up. Once we take on a client, we don't give up until all uh, funding short sources are exhausted. And so I think that the fact that we're old school, we return calls, we return emails, we don't ghost people, we tell them the truth about you know what their situation is and who may look at funding them. All of those things, I think, go into a, a good, harmonious relationship and a positive and a happy ending. Well, that's what we all want in life is a happy ending. And we don't want life to end, obviously, any time before we want it to end. But, you know, when we get there, we'd like it to be nice and easy and 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 take some of the stress out of our day-to-day -day, uh, stress, if you will, right? I mean, that's right. why we're all right. in business. Hey, yeah. uh, Scott Jordan, how do people get to the Altern Finance Network? Good. You got that great. You got that down that time. Good, Jimmy. Five times. Um, okay. Yeah, go ahead. Go to my website, which is www.alternativefinancenetwork.com. You can hit me up on LinkedIn, or you can send me an email, sjordan, like Michael, J-O-R-D-A-N, at alternativefinancenetwork.com. And the only thing you have in common with Michael Jordan is his last name, Scott. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's okay. I've got and more way, hair and less money than Michael does. Have you seen the movie, by the way, yet, Air? I'm, I'm going to see it this weekend with my son. 100% unbelievable. Everybody raves about it. And, is of it, course, you know, it does does kind of bode well for the Boston boys of Affleck and Damon. That's all I got to throw out there because right now sports in Boston is not something I want to talk about at this well, moment in time. We'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But uh, Scott Jordan, always a pleasure to sit down and chit chat with you about the future of the cannabis industry. I appreciate it. Remember everybody, it's a whole new world of weed out there. Use it responsibly. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Sativa Labs in Westfield is fast becoming the number one testing lab for cannabis in Western Massachusetts. Sativa understands the importance for accurate on-time test results for your product. That's why their current compliance panel turnaround time is less than two days. That's Sativa Labs in Westfield. For more information, go to safetiva.com. It's a whole new world of weed out there, isn't it? 
Everyone is learning new ways to titrate, ingest, consume, imbibe, and engage with this plant medicine we call cannabis. Hi, I'm Jimmy Young, the founder of Pro Cannabis Media and the host of In the Weeds. And once in a while, the really live business cannabis talk show we call Green Rush on Friday afternoons from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. I've been a medical patient in Massachusetts for almost 10 years now. I remember my first trip to a dispensary just outside of Boston, and I told the bud tender I didn't want to smoke it anymore. So I tried edibles, then tinctures, then vaping. And now if I'm going to smoke, I only use the Weejits filtration system. What? The Weejits.com, Weejits, that's weed, W-E-E-D-G-E-T-S.com, is where you'll find the planet's coolest product. Both cool the smoke from 1,300 degrees to just 90 into your lungs. Plus, the maze pipe and pre-roll filters get rid of all the gunk that you just don't want in your lungs if you can help it. Add in the code of PCMTV and you get 15% off. So just go to Weejits.com and check out the best way to enjoy a cooler smoke with less coughing and hacking and more peace of mind. All that resin and tar is collected in the polyurethane filters that are easy to clean with soap, water, and a few Q-tips. Your lungs will thank you and so will I. We are a cultivation through to consumption lifestyle brand for the cannabis industry. Of course, the crown jewel in our product line is the Armoire Home Grow System. So now with Green Goddess Supply, we can take you everywhere from growing it in the armoire right through to storing it, consuming it, rolling it, storing it, you name it, A to Z. Our goal is to enable everybody and anybody anywhere to be able to produce their own organic flower quickly, easily, discreetly, and inexpensively. You would think that it is. However, there's quite a bit of debate right now in the accounting industry when it relates to cannabis with this exact question. Um, I'm part of a few different networking groups that are solely accountants for cannabis companies. And there's been quite a bit of back and forth in those communities and discussion regarding whether 280E, if it went away, if the administration legalized cannabis or took it off of schedule one what would happen and it could go either way right now the debate is it can make the accountant's life much easier uh, that's what a lot of the inexperienced accountants are saying right now it seems whereas the accountants that have been in this industry for a while and have, and have gone through the same thing that happened with hemp a few years ago are saying that it'll actually will make lives more difficult because when hemp became declassified a while back, the accounting became more complicated. <laughs> 